The wrestling world was shocked today. Just yesterday, she's in a triple threat match with Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks at a live event, challenging for the SmackDown Women's Championship just more than a week ago on the most watched wrestling show in the world. But Tony Storm is no longer with WWE, and we have even more information about that since the news broke earlier today. It's today's Sports Key to Wrestling top story of the day. Watch out, watch out, watch out. The challenge is for you, viewer, if you choose to accept it, is to share the link or you stink. Now, if you uh, can't share it on your own social medias, well, gosh darn it, you can go put it in a Facebook group or uh, one of those things or share it with your gosh buddies. Gosh darn it. Uh, oh. And uh, brag to your buds about shooting on here. For the diehards who are with <clears throat> us all the time, we love you, we love you. To the new people who are with us for the first time, get your comments on screen and make sure you subscribe to Sports Key to Wrestling, 24,000 strong on YouTube. And, of course, thank you for putting us on the podcast charts. Uh, we were one of the top wrestling podcasts in the United States on Apple. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, let's get into the news of the day. Jeremy Bennett down in Nebraska, if you ask you, in the state that is shaped like a certain part of the male anatomy, Florida, where I think they would they would probably elect a mayor there that was a, a, a an alligator on math. But that's just what I hear. Just based on the news stories. <laughs> well, there is, a, there is a mall down South Florida that is shaped like an alligator called Sawgrass Mills. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, well, We'll get into the news of the day. We did a breaking news video about it earlier today when we thought we knew the whole story, but obviously the story was coming out as we we're uh, following it there. Uh, Tony Storm is no longer with WWE. This is really, really shocking. <clears throat> very, very surprising. Uh, there has been more than 80 superstars released from WWE this year alone from various different divisions. And then, of course, a lot of different shakeups behind the scenes off camera with WWE, which included the release of several executives. Different divisions have been folded together. Budget cuts were the reason. Uh, there's been a lot of reports about other people. Yeah, Jeff Hardy leave, not for a budgetary reason. This one doesn't seem like a budgetary reason because Sean Rossap following up with the report on Fightful Select today that she chose to leave the company. And that was the word given to people within the company, or at least that was the impression that uh, talent got in a memo sent to them. Uh, she flew home from Baltimore on her own. Uh, so that's worth noting here as uh, an interesting thing here. Just shocking, right, Jeremy? This is just a very, very surprising uh, turn of events here for <laughs> Tony, considering where she was just a week ago. Yeah, considering she uh, finally getting uh, the push that she deserves in the WWE. And now for this to just kind of come come out out of the blue is kind of uh, kind of odd. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they, a lot of people, with the, according to that, in that report with Sean Ross Sapp, many people blindsided uh, by that news of a storm asking for her release. But uh, a source did mention to Sean Ross Sapp that it would be difficult to justify not granting someone their release after all of these rounds of budget cuts. So uh, that's why they just uh, said, OK, uh, you can, you are free to go. So it is uh, very interesting. And and uh, I don't know if we'll ever hear uh a reasoning as to why uh, she asked for her release. Uh, uh, you know, I, you know, with the big push, I, it, it was kind of, it's, it's very surprising, but uh, maybe uh, working in the WWE just wasn't for her. Maybe she realized that once this program with Charlotte is finished, maybe she may be back into obscurity, you know, because we really didn't see much of her prior to this feud with Charlotte. So, uh, you know, maybe she felt like the writing was on the wall and thought it was time to get out. 
Yeah, it's um, an interesting situation yeah. too because you know we, we just like you mentioned, Jeremy. You know we've been seeing now a little bit of a push for Tony Storm, and this just kind of came out of blue. And not to mention when we were on earlier, we didn't have all the information. Now we know about that she reportedly requested her release. So something is telling me that either she wasn't happy with what they were doing with her or in the direction she was. Maybe it was a mental health issue. Maybe she wanted to go home. Maybe she was homesick. I mean, there's we don't know. There's a lot of reasoning, yep. uh, but just all out of the blue, man. Um, all out of the blue. Uh, it's worth noting she is uh, engaged, or I believe engaged or married to Juice Robinson, who is uh, still pretty popular <laughs> and active right now. Uh, his contract, his contract status, kind of up in the air with New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, and he's been active with Impact. Uh, he had some time in NXT. Uh, I will be seeing him tomorrow. He'll be a part of AAW in Chicago. That'll be going down on pay per view, Unstoppable on Fight TV. Catch me on that. I'll be doing the Mean Gene stuff backstage. Um, with Tony though, it's it's just surprising because this isn't like somebody as we and I already mentioned. This isn't somebody who was like doing nothing. She was in like the top program on the number one wrestling show. Now you may say it's not the top female program in WWE. Some fans may say the Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan things a little bit more compelling, and they spend a little bit more time on this. Uh, what did Tony and Charlotte have to do in their recent storyline? Throw pies at each other. So I guess where people can say that's that's below her in terms of a performer. But she had a challenging match against Charlotte. Didn't beat Charlotte, but it was a competitive match. You watch the match, it was a competitive match. <clears throat> Tony yeah. did not get jobbed out in this match, you know? So that, that's worth stating. This isn't somebody who left WWE, oh, and they weren't doing anything with me, and I went out. There has to be more to this story than we know. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe if time will let us know what that is. Yeah, I, I don't think she, uh, I think she deactivated her Twitter a long time ago. Uh, on she is on Instagram. Nothing posted recently. Last post was three days ago. So uh, nothing officially from Tony Storm as of right now. Uh, and of course, you know, it's going to sound off the alarms of everyone saying, oh, WWE is awful, awful, awful WWE. But guys, she asked for her release. So she got it. Would WWE be awful if they kept her? Yes, WWE be awful. WWE is awful if they can't keep her. So it's like, I, I don't know what, what's going on here because she was in a top position. Even if mm. the storylines aren't great, you're still getting a coveted role <laughs> on, on the wrestling show right now. So what is going on here? There has to be something else there. Uh, but at the same time, you got to respect people's privacies. There, there's, if Whatever it is, it's got to be reasonable, right? Uh, and I hope it's for the best. And, you know, there's some people leave WWE under weird circumstances. They're just not happy, and they come back to the company. It's also worth noting she's 26 years old. You know, this is a young, young person. So uh, there's been other people who have left the company and come back. Drew McIntyre is a great example of that. Uh, Zelina. Bruce, Zelina Vega. Uh, you know, Zelina Vega. Uh, Bruce Pritchard did that as well. He's in a prominent position. Shout out to Bruce Pritchard. We understand he's dealing with a, a serious health issue. No update on that. Uh, we knew know that he's taped out with his very, very successful podcast, at least for a couple of weeks here. Uh, and he's been dealing with that for some considerable amount of time, uh, considering a wrestling observer. Separate story, but staying on the storm thing here. Uh, what do you do now on SmackDown? We're, we're, we don't, I mean, it looked like it wasn't a completely done issue with Tony and Charlotte, like maybe we were going to get another match or two out of this thing here. Um, What do you do next, Jose? I feel like you may have to start digging into the NXT pot a little bit. Maybe Raquel Gonzalez after New Year's Evil. Mm -hmm. I think she would be a great fit on SmackDown. Um, You could also maybe 
do a little bit of shuffling, maybe bring someone from Raw to over to SmackDown in order to kind of balance things out. I mean, Raw right now, it is stacked, not only on the men's side, but also on the women's side. And SmackDown is lacking on that women's uh, division. So I think if you probably pull someone from NXT or bring someone over from Raw, that could be the solution. The question is who? Yeah, easily. Uh, I, that was the first thing came to mind for uh, came to mind for myself as well as Raquel Gonzalez. I fully expect Mandy Rose to probably pin Cora Jade in that triple threat next week on a New Year's Evil. So I think that would be a perfect time to just call up Raquel Gonzalez. I think she's more than ready uh, and uh, would would uh, fit in well on the on the uh, on the blue brand there. And this is all right before the Royal Rumble. So you may have already had maybe some call-ups or at least, you know, hey, let's bring some people up from NXT and see how they mix with the, you know, that that happens. That's been mm-hmm. happening for the past couple of years. So <clears throat> what a time to do this, too. This is right before WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, also, if you're Tony Storm, you want out. There had to be some real reason for this. You're, you're looking at the biggest pay season of the year. In terms mm-hmm. of marginally, you're looking like 20, 30% more than you would make in any other quarter of the year in WWE, especially when you're on the main roster. Um, so it's just odd. Very, very odd, you know? Uh, and you know, this would have been Tony performing in front of the biggest crowds he's ever been in front of. So there had to be something else to this. And my only hope is, um, you know, that 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 she's healthy and, and, and happy and whatever she does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let us know what your favorite moments are with Tony in uh, in WWE as well. She had a great run, did some big, big stuff there. NXT UK Women's Championship. She won the May Young Classic at Evolution. Uh, momentous uh, stuff there. Uh, let us know what you think here. Let's move along. We have some more news, some good news, some good news. Uh, AEW play-by-play commentator, WWE Hall of Famer, the legendary Jim Ross, has been public on social media about his recent battle with skin cancer. And he's gone under more than a dozen different uh, skin graft and skin treatments, chemotherapy. And many of us have been affected by cancer indirectly or directly. And you know this is a very arduous thing. This is someone who's also dealt with Bell's palsy and other forms of cancer and then other you know challenges in his life with losing his wife a few years ago. He's a man who's very open about his emotions. And I think in that way, he connects with the fans who've been with him through the decades. And he's been very open about this battle as well. Uh, has been off of all wrestling television for some time. Now coming back to the fold and announcing on social media that he is cancer free. G- great news. Just great news to hear from good old JR here. It's always nice to hear and get positive news. Not something that's, you know, tearing one down, tearing one company down this company's better, that company. It's always good to have just genuinely good pro wrestling news. And this is good pro wrestling news. Jim Ross, legendary commentator, has called some of the greatest matches in pro wrestling history. Um, Most of them in WWE doing a great job in AEW, still bringing his old stuff. But yeah, man, he announced today on Twitter that he is cancer-free. He put up a picture of uh, what where the piece of cancer was on the skin cancer was on his leg that's all done it's all taken care of nothing he's done we did it that's what it says on the tweet Mm -hmm. yeah and uh what a time to come back uh the final show on tnt for dynamite and heading into the tbs era next year uh, next oh i guess it is next year but also next week (laughs) um as uh i don't know is uh new year's smash uh the the tbs debut january 8th January is that 8th. Dave? Is that Daly's place as well? That's actually the fifth, I think. But <clears throat> yeah, is that so, is the they have one more? They have there? one more dynamite after this week uh, on TNT. I think so. Do I think they? That's right. Do they? 
I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that. No, they debut on the fifth on TBS. They debut. They debut in the fifth on the eighth. That's I next week. They have the, the Battle of the Belts. Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then, then they have the Battle of the Belt special on TNT. That is, well. is that replacing Rampage? I think that kind of threw me off. Least. That's a Saturday special that they're doing yeah. as well. So. I just don't know if the fifth is also in Jacksonville or not. I'm not sure where that is off the yeah. top of my head. So mm-hmm. uh big card though tonight, Undisputed Era tagging up uh uh Trio's match um against the best friends. So there you go. Throw that UE up there, Jose. Uh that's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, of course, we're gonna find out. Uh, who is going to face, uh, uh, who's going to be uh, in the finals of the uh, TBS Women's Championship, uh, Thunder Rosa and Jade Cargill. I really hope it's Thunder Rosa because I, I think that'll lend to a lot better match, but I don't know. They really, they, she's Jade's undefeated, so it's going to be interesting to see. Should be mm-hmm. a fun match, man. I, would, I, I was just uh, having this conversation with Rico that I really, really want to see ruby versus thunder rosa mm-hmm. but i think this match i think this tournament it's all about crowning jade cargill as the new tbs women i champion. still think ruby's gonna win but we'll see i think i think ruby's gonna win it all but we'll, we'll yeah, see okay. i i think they've been building it for ruby i'm with jeremy on this one i think it's mm-hmm. ruby's title to win she's gonna whoop she's gonna whoop some ass on uh tomorrow night too isn't she mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on aaw yeah, uh, A-A-Dub, yes, <laughs> Ruby Soho will come home. She started with, uh, she she made her name for the circuit with us. Uh, yes, Ruby Soho wrestled for A-A-W's Heidi Lovelace. She'll be in action taking on former Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. So we have Josh Alexander versus Ruby Soho. That is tomorrow night on Fight.TV, my second plug of the day. I can get, I'm getting two plugs in. I, I, I stuck one in we'll for try you. To get a plug. We'll try to get a plug on <laughs> you after every segment, you know, after every story. So, That's two. so today we got four. Today we're going well, four. So we'll get a four how make it work. I officially plugged that one. Yeah, so. he did. So I played, I played <laughs> ah, it on film. I'll, yeah. I'll try to find a way to plug in the, ne- the, the next time. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Let's jump into our uh, third story here, guys. Let's jump uh, right in. Let's jump right in. uh, NXT, man. NXT, if you guys know, has been seeing a lot of changes ever since September. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend or next week, New Year's Evil is going to be no different as we now have a unification title match. The NXT Cruiserweight Championship and the North American Championship will be unified under one belt. And now we are getting some news that they are planning to disband and dissolve the entire cruiserweight division. Uh, the cruiserweight division of uh, this iteration of the cruiserweight division was first uh, brought in back in 2016 during the cruiserweight classic uh, that featured some of the best talent to grace a WWE ring at that time. We, we got to see um, even, you know, talent from new Japan, Cody Bushi was there. Um, incredible uh, tournament. If you have never, it was an incredible it. tournament. Just one yeah. of the best. If you if you have never watched it, mm-hmm. take a moment over the weekend, watch the Cruiserweight Classic on Peacock because it is some of the best wrestling you will ever see. Um, so this is uh this is a little sad, man. This is a little um you know a little bittersweet. You know, even though they're not really doing anything with the Cruiserweight Championship or the division itself, they even made a show for the Cruiserweight Division 205 Live. Uh, when in when it first started, had a great one for about two years, and it just kind of just went just downhill um, from there. But yeah, they're really not paying attention too much to the cruiserweight championship. Uh, for people like myself that really enjoyed it, it's going to be bittersweet. Uh, but now, I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to bring out a new belt to represent both divisions, or are they just going to keep it under the North American uh, title belt? What do you think, Jeremy? 
I don't know. I, I my thought last night when watching NXT was possibly there's not going to be a there's going to be a non finish in this, and um, you know they're this this you know these these reports from Meltzer are just kind of stating the obvious that they might be unific that that they might be doing away with the cruiserweight championship. But if that match goes to a no contest for some reason, you know, uh, Roderick still has the cruiserweight belt and Carmella still has the North American title, so. There is a possibility that, that that maybe that title ain't going anywhere, and uh, maybe they're just trying to state the obvious. Just because they announced it's a unification match doesn't mean there has to be a finish. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But that would be like the most WWE thing to do when it's mm-hmm. in a matchup like that, right? I think though, uh, you know, the cruiserweight championship has had a better year than most because. You know, when you had Kushida holding it, now Roderick Strong, it's actually kind of meant something more than it has in 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 the past. And uh, you know, so I don't know if they're completely willing to let that go or not. Uh, be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they put over too, because Carmelo's been on a hell of a streak, and so has Diamond Mind. Diamond Mind's been doing a hell of a job on NXT. So that's where I. I I couldn't it's hard see to a, choose, and it's kind of heel heel too. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't see a loser in this, and so it made me think. Well, yeah, they're saying it's a unification title match, and they're going to do away with the cruiserweight. But what if there's not a finish? What if Dexter Loomis gets involved? What if, uh, you know, what if anybody gets involved with like the Creed brothers at ringside or something like that? You know, there's there's a good chance that this doesn't have a finish. Um, certainly, it's it's a sad day for you know the cruiserweight division it isn't clear if this is the end of 205 live as an hour of weekly television from wwe to be clear uh there's no indication of that uh and they could easily just keep doing that tv show as another way to get talent they have to tape matches in the performance center uh so so i think that's worth noting um it it is sad for the championship because at one point you know a couple years ago this was a pretty featured championship it was on raw the whole division was featured on raw you had, had matches at WrestleMania. You had matches at WrestleMania that were opening the show. A lot of people say, oh, kickoff matches in a match. No, that's a match that millions of people get to see. I mean, so when you get Austin <laughs> Aries versus Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship, you know yeah. you're in for a banker of a match. Yeah. yeah, it got to have its own tour at one point. You know, it's not all bad. And we mentioned that tournament being fantastic as well. So, I mean, there, it, it did some good things. It got a lot of people a good run in the WWE. Uh, so it, it isn't all bad just because it ends, you know. Uh, so, but at the same point, you know, I, I could see where it just didn't achieve what it was supposed to achieve the uh, ideally, you know. If the idea is it got a bunch of people in the mix with WWE and it was an international showcase for them, then it did, you know. Then it, then it proved what it was supposed to do. So it's not all bad. I try to look at the positives in this as well. Um, let's talk about Veer. Let's talk about Veer. Uh, Veer has been coming to Raw for what feels like months. <laughs> um, but I, I honestly, it isn't that long. How, long. how long have they been running these promos now? Because we're getting more information about WWE's approach to the kind of memefied anticipation when, when, for when since the, October. Uh, October, when at least. Was, yeah, when was the draft? October, right? Like last week of September, 1st of October? Yeah. So, so you have three then. months. You have three months out of the year they've been promoting him coming uh, to Raw after being drafted. He was already on Raw beforehand, by the way. Yeah, uh, you know, this is Emelina 2.0. You know, <laughs> let's just throw a vignette every week that he's coming. And, uh, yeah, and, and uh, he's probably going to be 
a booked you know he's probably gonna be be booked like emelina too it's probably gonna fail it's probably you know i i, I don't know what they're you know because right now i mean the uh uh, you know, because the thing that has happened hasn't happened yet has already failed, right? And they don't, they have, well, coming out from Fightful Select, there's no creative direction for them right now. That's why we're getting But the thing to... that has happened yet has already failed. Well, that's what you're saying, Jeremy. <laughs> well, there's no creative you, but direction that, right that's, now. You just said it, though, Jeremy. He's not even giving exactly. it a chance. Nope, it's going to fail. Well, well, there's no creative direction for him right now. So there's certainly an interest from fans in it. Why don't you just put him on camera? Thing. Why don't you just give him like three minutes of TV time, get a squash match, get him at least in front of the people's eyes. You don't need to have a direction. Just put him in a squash match. And I mean, it's, I, I say it's already failed because creative has nothing for him right now. And that was already reported by Fightful Select. They have nothing for him. Yet they keep throwing these vignettes out. So I, to me, he's already failed. Isn't Veer the baseball the baseball guy? Uh, the the guy that they made that the Disney made the whole movie around is based off of this guy. I don't know oh, if that's no. clear. The they baseball have player. Guy. Or was that the there, guy that got was, released? There was someone in the WWE system uh, from the Pan Asian region that that I think you're talking about at one point, but I don't mm, know if this is okay. that guy. Uh, a lot of people have different jokes about this because this is just a memeified thing. Uh, Ricky saying Veer is stuck in a shipping container in the Pacific. That's awful. Bro. Supply some chain issues, saying, uh, man. Yeah, it's a supply people... chain issue. <laughs> and then WWE had the the gall to, to tweet send. Oh, Veer. the gall! The gall! The gall. They used a meme. That got that got. Oh, the, the gall! They had the gall send to Veer. say it. Oh, oh, oh you know they had the means? gall! No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. get a pillow to sit on, Jerry. <laughs> what does the T-shirt say? What does an AEW T-shirt say? Send hook. Send hook. Who cares, dude? It's a joke. It's a joke. Well, they're how sending him straight to the. This? They're how sending him straight to catering. Skin on the internet with with wrestling nowadays. They're, they're sending There's him straight lot, to no, catering. No, 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 no. You're tendering. getting it now because a lot of people want to come out and troll, right? They want to come out and troll. <laughs> but then when it. someone trolls them, they're like, no, 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 no. I'm the one. No. I'm, I'm, I'm the one. This is like your friend who has a video game <laughs> and you're playing the video game at their house and they know how to play the game. I'm about to, you I'm about to pull the popcorn the game. just to watch you two argue. But it's gonna it's gonna fail because it hasn't happened yet. I agree with you. The thing is, gonna get the reaction of crickets as opposed to Hook, who is beginning pops, even though he's supposed to be. The guy hasn't been out in the ring yet, Jeremy. Yeah, he has. (laughs) Yeah, but he's been on main event. Act in the Thunderdome area. No, he's been on Thunderdome and in main event. Yeah, you're right. He's been on main event. He's been on main event recently. He's gonna. He's getting. All all I'm saying is it hasn't happened yet. What if people come out and they treat him like Hook? Oh, this is the big memeify guy. This is a big goofball that we enjoy like watching beat up people. That could happen. Maybe maybe now creative has something for him because if not, then he's gonna be sitting in catering. He's gonna debut on Monday Night Raw and then sit in catering because Jeremy, do you want this guy to fail? No, I'm just telling you what is being reported. Nothing is for they have nothing for him, so he's already promos. Is that nothing for him? Yeah, but here's I mean, the they thing. ran promos I for Malachi here, Black, and the then thing, he was Jeremy, released. <laughs> I, as you, as we've established on the show for a while now, I have no problem popping the bias balloon that someone's blowing up that they don't. I don't have a bias. Up. I, if you listen to <laughs> 300 episodes of my podcast, I can trash both sides. I am just saying. There is nothing for him, so this is failing. They have sat him on the shelf for. This is a great months. one, though. Read, read, read this. Read this one, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I Jeremy, saw. Do, I saw please one. do the honor. <laughs> Hook has come. He came. He came, and Veer is still gonna come. I saw a meme today. Um, there was uh, this billboard, and it said repeatedly, 
Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Yes. Jesus is coming. <laughs> oh my God. I've seen those. I've seen those. They're like in the middle of the interstates in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Jeremy, uh, Stephen Chambers is a suggestion here for Veer. Um, Veer gets number one at the Royal Rumble. Can, can they get you another month? Can they, they hold? To... Can they get you anticipated for another month? No, no. Uh, they they about... need to now. They need to now build off of the jokes and and uh, and do <laughs> but something. They, with the thing this. is, maybe they had something in mind, right? And you have all these releases and different stuff like that, and plans change, pal, because they do. They do change, right? And and then all this stuff. This stuff happens. It's a three-hour TV show. Segments go long. All right, we're gonna have you debut. Well, we gotta cut that or something like that. That's happened before. Uh, and I agree with you. It is very Emelina. I'm not saying this is going to work right now. It's written to fail. It just hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. I let things happen. Yeah, uh, but I'm letting it happen right now. It's been happening since October. We're still seeing the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> what about this? Second, one? What about this one? Veer, I, I just Veer I also think the, the, for the, the U.S. Ooh. title, the ooh. butthurt reaction over the send hook thing is like, calm down, guys. I'm it's not saying butthurt. I just find it funny that Taz reacted to it with a simple LMAO. Yeah, he gets it. You know what I mean? But you know there's a bunch of people there with oh, they don't sure. have their own face on the internet. They have a picture of their favorite wrestler Twitter. I, I, I just say they have the gall oh, to compare god. him to Hook right now. Hook is basically a god right now. Veer, he's a god? He's a god. Hook is a god. Just ask. Yeah, god, Hook, god. I Hook guess god's no self Dude, Hook man. is big man. time over. And he's yeah, backing he's it up. He's backing it up. Man, the them suplexes he put on the bear. Ooh. Ooh. Also, a young guy. Real, real young guy. I think that appeals with teens. So um, that's sure. part of it too. And the everyone hair. I know that everyone I know that really loves him is definitely under the age of twenty six. Like 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 there's there's a cutoff of like a seat. Like I just yeah. I had just been wanting something about him though. Yeah, yeah I, he, well, no, I, I an about him. Yeah, there's I had just had this feeling he was going to be good because look at his father, you know. And so I'd been I I just been excited for his debut, and then he backs it up, and it's like, well, shit, here we go. I mean, some of the stuff he pulled off on on a guy twice his size was pretty insane uh you know and what what you know what can he do going forward it's gonna be it's gonna Man, be crazy when he did that see. arm triangle saito suplex on 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 that guy bro and he landed right on his head i'm like how the hell does someone the size of hook put this guy in a arm triangle saito suplex mm. all right you met this guy man this guy is unbelievable. I was I was just hoping that Brian Danielson would say that Hook wrestled a bear on Christmas. Remember the old remember the wrestling a bear? Oh, gimmick oh that he... the, the, you want to talk about memes and wrestling? You guys want to you want some fun wrestling jokes where people that were on TV certainly wanted to get their jokes involved? Uh, years ago, Brian Ooh. Danielson, Daniel Bryan was on commentary for a very short lived WWE show. These weekend shows that they would have that would come and kind of go. They had jacked. They had, you know, Sunday Night Heat. And they had one show for a little while called uh, Saturday Morning Slam. And it was a half an hour show. It was like two lighthearted matches with like lower card talent and maybe one big name talent, like cutting a promo. And it was meant for Saturday morning cartoon lineups. And Saturday morning cartoons are kind of not a thing. So this is about maybe eight, nine years ago. And he appears on this and just emphasizes emphatically that you, you, you can't be a champion if you can't beat a bear. And he just keeps saying it during a match. And some point in the match, there's a bear hug. And Daniel Bryan had to know there was a bear hug in the match because he kept talking about it. He's like, well, yeah, bear, if you were fighting a bear right now. And he just <laughs> kept working in for no concernable reason. And then the match ended a bear hug and he lost his mind. He lost his mind that there was a bear hug in it. Uh, look up Daniel Bryan, 
wrestles a bear, bear stuff. Uh, we talked to Dutch Mantel, who legitimately wrestled a bear. He wrestled an, an actual bear and had to coax the bear to be a working bear with him uh, with Coca-Cola's. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to wrestle a bear like a handful of times in a week, like an actual, like, with claws bear. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good stuff. Claws uh, and everything. Okay, that, that, that's only in the wild, carny world of wrestling, right? That you would have to <laughs> wrestle a bear. Uh, also happened in the movie Semi-Pro. Uh, he had, uh, yeah, that uh, Will Ferrell had to fight a bear. So fun stuff. Uh, yes, that was a fun show. Thank you for it. I appreciate real, it. Real quick, uh, <clears throat> semi-breaking news. NXT pulling in 662. Nice, healthy number there going into nice. New Year's Evil. Strong number for them. Uh, raw number up slightly. Nothing really big there. Just right around, about, right around a 1.5, 1.6. Uh, holding the average hours is good. It's pretty good considering, you know, Monday at football is getting near the end of the season. So, you know, people start to watch Monday at football with more of a fantasy football intent. Uh, so, so definitely worth uh, looking at there. I'm in two finals. Guys, two finals, two finals, two finals, fi- two fantasy I'm in, football finals. I'm in two fantasy football. How finals. many, how many leagues are you in total this year? Five, but I've been in five leagues. How do you maintain all that? I've been in eight. Oh before. my God. I've been I in eight. I've it. been in, I've been in eight before. So five is a, cakewalk oh a cakewalk i get annoyed when i have to read a lot of emails <laughs> like, like, like no. you have spreadsheets <laughs> yeah five is nothing because i used to have eight so he's got he, he's got uh he's got portable hard drives with all his data on there so he can keep track of every single league that he's been with oh yeah uh we're gonna be busy Let's throughout the here. weekend we're going to be busy throughout the weekend. Day one Let's is this Saturday. Uh, hopefully things don't change with that COVID-wise. We're following that news as it develops. Okay. Uh, we have a day one preview up with Kenny Bolin and SP3 running down the card. That is fresh on the channel right now. We have a fresh interview up with Drew McIntyre talking about his match with Madcap Moss coming up this Saturday at the pay-per-view. This talks about why uh, Moss, R- Riddick Moss, excuse me, uh, and Happy Corbin are great heels. Why they're actually very, very good heels and kind of lays out the theory and the wrestling psychology for it. If you haven't seen it, go see it. We've talked so much to Drew McIntyre this year. We have to talk. He's, more an, he's an employee at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's Pretty a regular. Much, yeah, he's a uh, Ricky June has that one up as well. And we also have a new episode of Unscripted up with Alberto Del Rio, kind of giving insight into being in the locker room of WWE and the recent uh, legal matters that were settled for him. Uh, a lot of different stuff. Bill Apter on the top story yesterday. So tons and tons and tons of content for you right now. It's up on our video channels. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify, all that good stuff. We will be live on Saturday night following day one. Uh, follow us on all of our different Twitter handles at Kev Kelm, at Jose underscore G underscore official at JB Huskers. Follow SK Wrestling underscore as well on the Twitter machine. We'll be tweeting it up and we will be live on uh, tw- on <sighs> Facebook and YouTube's. And the podcast feed on Saturday. You know, I'm going to be live as well tomorrow on fight.tv. That's (laughs) right. You have AAW, don't (laughs) you? (laughs) We're going to put that on a (laughs) T. Kevin, why don't you tell us about AAW tomorrow? Uh, What else else is on the card? Uh, We just added Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson is going to be on the card taking on Silas Young, which is a really, really cool matchup of two Ring of Honor vets. Two guys with a lot, a lot of experience here. I'm enjoying that one. The last real man. 
The Last uh, Real Man. Is uh, Ruby Josh main event? Is that the main uh, event? I, I believe it likely could be. I could see some other matches in the card, maybe taking near the end. Specifically, Matt Fitchett, who is the new AAW champion, one half of Besties in the World, won the recent Jim Linen tournament on his own. He will be defending that title against former Impact World champion Rich Swan. I have an interview up with Rich Swan talking about those comments. It is up on my Twitter. You guys can check that out right now. Uh, a lot of blood feuds on this card. Christy Janes turning on Sky Blue. Uh, she'll be tagging uh, with Re- uh, uh, with uh, the Swag Champ uh, on this card as well. So a mixed tag match there. Uh, she'll be taking on uh, Sky Blue and Storm Grayson. So this is all on Fight.TV. Less than 20 bucks. I think you can get this show too. So that'll 13, air at 7.30. I, I think 13 bones. Thir- right? $13. I know it's less than 20. Uh, you can get the show. Well worth it. And if you want to wait... You can get it on AAW On Demand, but get it live. This is a great thing to do if you are getting New Year's Eve off and you want to start that weekend early, but you're not leaving the house. Maybe you're just staying home with the the new variant and everything out there. Uh, Definitely check this out. We'll also have the AAW uh, debut of Alex Zane, Lady Frost. Also on the card, Jake Something from Impact Wrestling, Larry D, Dante, and the Corn Belt Cowboy himself, Manders who I'm trying to suggest that Manders, because he's from Iowa, where they make a lot of ethanol, uh, and he's a cowboy and he likes drinking, that he should be ethanol and alcohol. He should put that on a T-shirt. Uh, I suggested that to him. So if he shows Four, up with that fourteen ninety nine kids, $14.99. $14.99. $14.99. Ask for your parents' permission. A deal with who's on that card. Ask for your parents' permission. Ask for your parents' permission. Before the uh, show, before the show, you can dial one nine hundred A A W A A W and get the, hot, <laughs> the hottest tips. I got all the scoops for you. He's got the backstage. Scoops-kies. He's got the scoops. <laughs> he's got the scoopski potatoes. Uh, someone saying, uh, "Oh, so Tony Storm to A A W on." I am not saying that. Mm. I did not say that. That is mm. not a thing here. Uh, I that is uh, not. She's happen. got a ninety day. Yeah, she got a ninety day. This is a pay per view, well, so I would. I heavily, heavily doubt that. Heavily yeah. doubt that. Uh, so definitely check that out. That'll be on pay-per-view tomorrow, tomorrow night. You can check that out. Uh, and of course we'll be live tomorrow, five 30 central. Keep an eye out for us tonight. We'll have the debrief. So tons of content. I know I just plugged like 14 different things for you to enjoy. So sorry. <laughs> uh, thank you so much guys. Appreciate it. All right. Do we have anything else to say before we sign off? I don't want to step on anyone else's feet here. Well, no, if, you get, if, you get, if you get bored, it's your fault. Cause there's plenty to watch. <laughs> There's plenty of stuff, guys. Just make sure there's you're plenty of things where I will yell at Jeremy, media. and then Jeremy will yell at me, and we'll yell, but we'll still have a beer at some point. We might, we might, we might, we uh, might get into some more yelling uh, uh, Friday if we do yeah. a New Year's Eve show. Um, yeah, or I think we're gonna do, I think we're gonna do a, a top story Friday. Um, yeah, we're gonna do a bunch of best yeah. of 2021 stuff next week. We kind of wanted to wait to do some of that next week, uh, and we'll have some special content on the website with Bill After. He'll be checking that out as well. Or, or we can yell on Saturday. Yeah, or we can yell on Saturday as well. We so can we'll definitely be... yell on Saturday. So there'll be more of us yelling on your screens and in your ears. Thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what? Even if we disagree on something, Jeremy, we still have to do this one important thing. What is that? I think it's uh, enjoy something. Jose, enjoy what? You have to enjoy wrestling, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy it. Yeah. Talk to him. Let me talk. Watch out, watch out.